For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Mondays with Mayor G.T. Bynum. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning. Have you been in touch with, I, we've already talked to Tim McCorkle this morning. It seems like uh, they've got things uh, happening. They treated the, the bridges and overpasses and things like that overnight, and they're moving on from there. What are you hearing? That is the same report I'm hearing from our streets team, which is that they were out really, I think, started around midnight treating uh, bridges and overpasses with Brian, and now they're moving on to focus on uh, intersections so people can get that ability to start and stop safely at intersections. The other thing that I'm hearing, uh, which is a concern, is from both our streets team and the Tulsa Fire Department, which is that people are driving way, way, way too fast on the highways right now. Um, and those are treated by the Oklahoma Department of Transportation. Uh, but our crews are fire department is responding to accidents on the highways and our street crews are seeing it as they're out driving around. So I would encourage everyone, uh, when you step outside, it doesn't look like there's ice because it's very thin. Uh, but all it takes is a thin layer of ice to cause you to slide and get into an accident. So I'd encourage everybody just take your time, take it slow and get to work. Also thinking about the homeless, um, as I was driving in this morning, there was a, a makeshift tent um, blanket or something strewn over a couple of shopping carts right under the freeway on 31st Street near Memorial. Um, and I imagine that that's just one of many. Um, on days like this, when it is this cold, when we do have ice around, does the city step up efforts to help the homeless? Well, we partner with uh, the team at Housing Solutions as well as Tulsa Area Emergency Management Agency to make sure that anybody that's on the street that needs shelter to get off the street in extreme weather conditions, whether it's extreme cold like this uh, or extreme heat like we get in the summertime, has a place to go. And we went through that uh, here, I guess it would be about a month ago, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. I've lost all sense of time. Uh, but our, we have teams that work together really well. And if folks see somebody uh, that is out there that need you, you're concerned about and want a, a crew to, to reach out to them, uh, you can call us at the city at 311 or you can reach out directly to the team at Housing Solutions and they have outreach folks who will go out there and check on them. Mayor G.T. Bynum is with us. All right, a couple other topics beyond the weather. Well, for starters, it seems like the networking done during the PGA tournament is working with bringing businesses to Tulsa. Uh, a new business, an Austin-based business, Laundress, uh, the owner said he was going to move his headquarters from Austin to Tulsa. Tulsa, and it's because of all of the relationships he made during the PGA. And that is a great example of my point uh, right after that event. You know, we measure the PGA championship as a huge success based on the direct dollars that we see into restaurants and hotels. What you cannot quantify are, are stories exactly like that, where business people come here and realize this is the place that they want to grow their company in. This is the place they want to invest in. Or even this is a place where, you know, they want to do more business with Tulsa companies. 
And that is a lot harder to quantify until you have uh, announcements like this one. And it's, it's very exciting. I, I mean, I remember when uh, I was running for mayor in 2016 and said, I wanted us competing with Austin, Denver, and Chicago. And I got a lot of pushback from some folks who thought we couldn't compete with cities like that. And now we are. And in instances like this one right here, we're winning. Is there a chance that more companies are going to be coming to Tulsa? Are you talking with any other CEOs? Oh, yeah. No, (laughs) that's the problem uh, with so many of these companies. uh, Unless you're Elon Musk, you don't like it widely advertised that you're thinking about uh, which communities that you're thinking about investing in or moving to. Uh, But our economic development team is in conversations right now with several different companies that are very interested in substantial investments into the Tulsa Metro. We lost a couple of Tulsa Titans recently that I'd like to have you comment on. Uh, Two people whose impact on the community will, it's almost immeasurable, starting with Ruth Kaiser Nelson. She was 25 years in charge of public housing in Tulsa. One of my heroes. Um, She was absolutely brilliant and uh, probably would detest all the praise that's been showered upon her since she passed away last week because she did not like the spotlight being shown upon her. Um, but th- this is a, a woman who uh, really took the, the board chair position of the Tulsa Housing Authority at a time when public housing in Tulsa was in really bad shape and steered that, as you mentioned, she was on that board for 25 years uh, to the point where thousands of people in our community got better housing over the course of her leadership. And, and I saw it firsthand. I mean, I remember my very first year on the city council uh, when she was working to get uh, a new housing uh, facility open at 10 North Yale, uh, which uh, the folks that are in there uh, would probably be homeless if it were not for that facility. And uh, we had a packed council chamber with elected officials and neighbors uh, jeering her for trying to get this done. And she just sat there, listened to every one of them, uh, and then kept pushing and got it done. And there are hundreds of people since that facility alone opened uh, whose lives are better because of Ruth Kaiser Nelson. Um, the library that 51st in Yale, uh, she led the fundraising initiative to build that. And when folks wanted to name it after her, she said, no, thank you. Uh, I'd rather it be named after my parents who uh, escaped Nazi Germany and were immigrants and refugees, really, who came here to Tulsa. And that's why uh, it is today named after her parents. So she's just a a remarkable woman. And gosh, we're so lucky to have her as a Tulsan. And forgive me, because I, I, as I think about this, I sense that Skyler may have brought this up with you last week when I wasn't here. But Michael Sager, not the TV weatherman, but the downtown developer, he had such an impact on what we see and know today as downtown Tulsa. Oh, no question. I mean, for years, Michael Sager was the guy holding down the fort for the revitalization of downtown Tulsa. I mean, when you think about... Uh, the Blue Dome District in particular, and so many other areas in downtown Tulsa that were being bought up by uh, out-of-state investors basically to just sit on and do nothing with (laughs) uh, and wait for property values to rebound. Michael Sager was the guy who had the vision for what downtown could be and was investing in it and getting other people to invest in it in a way that caused it to rebound. 
Um, we would, I don't think the ballpark would be where it is today if it weren't for Michael Sager and, uh, really the, the revitalization of downtown Tulsa, uh, it, it, it is largely, I think, attributable to a handful of people, uh, like the Michael Sagers and, and Elliot Nelsons and Mary Beth Babcocks and Blake Ewings of the world who made it happen. Be careful out there today. And we'll talk to you next Monday. Thank you. Tulsa Mayor GT Bynum.